everyone's an important piece of the puzzle and has a role to play. When you're on God's team, no one sits on the bench. On God's team, there is no bench. Yay, welcome! I am so excited to be with you today. Oh my gosh. So the prophetic report, you know, I get up on Wednesdays at five o'clock. I start working I Tuesdays the day before five o'clock. I work for a few hours preparing for the prophetic report. The last two weeks, I don't know if you guys noticed, I think last week I was in a hat. And then today I literally just threw my hair back uh, in a ponytail because I, into a bun because I literally worked until it was time to start recording because there is so much going on in the prophetic. It's so exciting. I cannot wait to share it with you today. If you're new to Flyover Conservatives, our slogan is wake up, speak up, and show up. That was a mandate from the Lord that he gave us back in 2020 before we even started the show. He said, you have got to get people obviously awake, but once they're awake, Christians, conservatives, they have to speak up, they have to show up, they have to bring the plumb line of Jesus to every sphere of influence, and we are seeing that happen. I want to do a shout out to three or four actually ladies, four ladies that helped to put this show together. The first one is my sister Tammy Wagner. She works really hard. She sends me unique things that are written. She sends me cool clips, all kinds of things. She really puts a lot of work into putting together this prophetic report. So my sister Tammy Wagner, Lisa Renard, she's the newest addition to the team. She came onto the team in the fall of of 2023. And she always is bringing something very unique, things I've never even come across or thought of. She's highly prophetic, and it's been so much fun to add her to the team. Denise Brewer, there are several uh, nights that she stays up the night before because she does everything Robin Bullock and uh, Tim Sheets and, you know, plus, plus, plus. But on the 11th hour, sometimes I receive things at three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning. It's unbelievable how much work she puts into this. And then Terry Strange, Terry is awesome because literally she will write out all of these things for me. And then I go through it and I'm like, oh my gosh, that goes right along with Hank Kuhneman. So when it's time for me to put together the prophetic report, I can see Julie Green and Hank Kuhneman sometimes are saying word for word, or Julie Green and Donna Rigney. She does such a great job of writing it out and puts a ton of work into it. So each one of these women, all four of them, are very significant to putting together the prophetic report. And I'm so thankful for all of the work that they do. So thank you, ladies, for everything that you do to help to put together the prophetic report. Another thank you to Mike Lindell. If it wasn't for MyPillow.com, this show would not be possible. So when you go to MyPillow.com and you use promo code FLYOVER, it it, uh, helps the Flyover Conservatives. It helps you because you get up to 66% off. Obviously, it helps Mike Lindell, who is somebody that's trying to save our country. Now, I wanted to highlight, obviously, we have Valentine's Day coming up. And I was thinking, um, you know, as women, you're like, what do you get your husbands for Valentine's Day? Well, I will tell you this, the slippers that they have at MyPillow.com are absolutely amazing. If your husband does not have the slippers, truly, it's like giving him a hug on his feet. They are so comfortable. They are amazing. In fact, our son, Sebastian, um, he came home for th- for Christmas. He's 32. And he was talking about how much he loves the slippers. You know, Colton, he loves the slippers. He's a producer of the Flyover Conservative Show. Literally, he comes, he takes off his shoes, puts on his slippers, and he produces our shows. The- these are a great gift if you're looking for what to give somebody that you love, especially women for men, men for women. They are really great. Another thing I was thinking about is our daughter, Avery, talks about how much she loves the pajamas. And so men, if you're like, man, what do I get my wife? She already has the slippers, you know, because I always talk about that all the time. What do I get my wife? She talks about the pajamas and how much she loves the pajamas. So maybe check those out for your wife as well. Okay, so that is a really great company, mypillow.com that you can support, but also get great gifts for people that you love. 
Another one I want to talk about is Fern Valley Soap. That is the other uh, sponsor of the Flyover Conservatives or or Prophetic Report. So when you go to fernvalleysoap.com, right now they're running a huge special on the Valentine's gifts. And so this has been a great thing. I've actually received messages from uh, people that uh, had bought gifts for their loved ones for Christmas and how much their loved ones liked the soap. And so this is a really great gift. If you men, if you're like, what do I get my wife? I've already gotten everything from my pillow. What do I get her? They have some great gift sets. And right now the gift sets are uh, 15% off on the Valentine's Day gift sets. And then when you use promo code flyover, you get another 20% off. And so they have gifts under $40 when you go there. Great things at fernvalleysoap.com. I will tell you this, uh, the Humboldt Hands. Women, if you're like, what do I get my husband? And he maybe he works outside or uh, works with grease or anything like that, landscaping of any kind. This is a really great gift. I absolutely love the soap. I actually use it in my shower. The Humboldt Hands, it has walnut in it, and so it's an exfoliant. That's why it's really great Like if, if your husband uses lava soap or something like that. This is a, a great alternative to it uh, because it's not going to destroy their hands. It's obviously made with goat's milk, but it also has almonds in it. And we have great testimonies about this product right here for men using it when they're working outside. So here's a great gift as well. So firmvalleysoap.com, use promo code flyover, you get 20% off. Okay, just so y'all know, this is going to be longer than most shows. Uh, The last few weeks since we started in January, I don't think it's going to be any longer than those, but these shows have been longer. And so if you're like, how do I make sure I catch the show? If you're on um, a place that I have a limited amount of time, some of them there can only be 57 minutes, uh, go to the flyover app, theflyoverapp.com. When you get there, you can watch the full episode. So make sure you go there to finish watching this if you're on a platform with a limited time. All right, so what are the prophets saying? We're gonna start with Hank Kuhneman. Hank Kuhneman on January the 21st, 2024 at the 9 a.m. service um, was talking about verdicts, decrees, vindication, the courts of heaven. Very, very powerful prophetic word. Check this out. I have said to you before, says the Spirit of God, that you are not to fear even the words of King Yeshua. Declared and said, fear not, for there would be days that you would see tribulation upon the earth, but be of good cheer. And so I speak from the Father's throne that the verdicts have been decreed from the Trinity of God and the eldership of the court of heaven. And it has come at this time in the earth. And yet I say to my people, do not fear for what you will begin to see in the earth as it is shaking, as it begins to vomit at another level as you see eruptions and disruptions, as you see floodwaters rising. Why is this happening? Has the earth gone mad? God says, listen carefully. Because the verdict of my justice, of my righteousness now has touched the earth. The earth is responding because of that which has been sown not only in the very soil but among man but also that which has been sown at the hands of demonic kingdoms and those 
in spiritual darkness and wickedness. Therefore, there shall be tension that shall arise as it was when Goliath taunted, spoke, created tension in the days of Israel that they hid out in their tents, both king and those of his command. Yet there was one David who arose. And I say, do not be moved by what you read, what you hear, what you see, what will be reported, and even what factually shall take place. For Iran shall misbehave and shall create tension in the earth. Why is there even yet another thing that shall arise in the Mideast among the nations as they shall fight and spatter one with another as tensions shall arise in the Middle East as you see things begin to unfold is this rest you say God says yes my verdict is resting but the reason this is happening is because hell fears fears what their day beholds and what you see and what you will see is my judgments upon principalities and powers rulers of darkness spiritual wickedness and they shall react to make you think that this is the end of all things to make you think that there is not a better day or light at the end of the tunnel do not be moved for as much as the tensions shall arise because of the level of fear of your enemies look beyond it greater shall be the celebration the vindication the justice that shall arise in the earth that shall bring swift regime changes to the tyrants of the earth and shall calm war in areas that you have seen it for just a season but it shall be my season to reset the earth and to bring reversals that I will show the earth who is in charge and I will cause there to be a great great reward to those who have stood wounded in the midst of the battle you shall receive spoil and your children and generations to come says the living God thank you Lord we worship you Okay, let's highlight a couple of things. You'll see eruptions. You're going to hear more about that from Julie Green. Disruptions and floodwaters. You're going to hear that a few more times uh, today. Uh, Because the verdict of my justice and righteousness has touched the wealth and it's responding. The power of God and the earth is responding. Uh, Here's another one. Greater shall be the celebration, vindication, and justice that shall arise and bring swift regime changes to the tyrants of this this earth. Going to hear more about that 
as well. This next word, I was so excited when um, Terry sent it over because literally I was like, that is almost word for word in certain sections as what Hank Kuhneman had said. This word, uh, she actually delivered live on January the 23rd, 2024. It is so powerful. In fact, the show comes um, out of something the Lord said through her. He said, the wind has changed, the tide has turned, and the momentum has shifted. Check this out. By the Lord this day, I say to you, my children, do you see it? Do you see the tides have turned? The winds of change are here. Do you see more information is coming out day after day? Do you see the momentum has shifted? The momentum is on the side of truth. The momentum is on the side of life. The momentum is on the side of deliverance. The momentum is on the side of freedom. Do you see it? Do you see, my children? The volcano is about to erupt. The volcano of truth, evidence upon evidence, exposure upon exposure, one right after another. Do you see it? Do you see the flood of truth coming? Coming? It's coming like a flood. That flood is like a rapid flood, flowing and flowing, one flood after another. I filled this earth in Noah's day with water to cleanse from the evil. Well, I have promised my children that I would never flood the earth like that again. But I am flooding the earth with my truth. My truth is filling this earth that will destroy the power of the wicked. Yes, truth is coming. More proof, like I've said, it's coming. The tides have turned. The winds have shifted. The momentum is on your side. I told you the winds of change are here. And they're pushing you up. And they're pushing you out. And they're pushing you over. Every single one of the enemies and all their schemes, all their plots and all their plans. Do you see how they're falling apart? Do you see their narrative? Flipping and failing. Do you see them panicking? Do you see, no matter how much they've lied, the news media, like I've told you in the past, prophetic words that I have given out. The news media has to tell the truth. They can't hide it anymore. Just wait. Just wait for the shocking revelation and the shocking truth and the evidence that's about to pour out. And they will start to shout. They have to speak it. And they don't want to. But my children... There's a shout in the enemy's camps of refusal to tell the truth. But they're going to have to. 
But there's a shout in my camp and with my children. There's a shout of truth. There's a shout of freedom because there is nothing the enemies can do can deceive you any longer. They can't keep their power. They can't keep their narrative alive. They can't keep the airwaves and the frequencies. No. The tides have turned. The momentum has shifted. A shift of power. A political power. Of spiritual power. Is shifting and turning. While the enemies are weakening, I am strengthening you. The days of Haman, everything they wanted against you, it's happening to them. They wanted to destroy your president, the rightful president. But their fake one is the one being destroyed. They wanted to lie and bring indictments against the rightful president. Well, not only I told you I'm bringing those indictments down, but just wait to see the indictments that are coming. Wait to see true indictments. And true court cases. And I told you, you're going to hear the word tribunal more And more and more. Civil courts are going to be filled with things of justice and truth. But so are military courts. My children, the tides have turned. In the injustice that has been plaguing your nations. Deception that's been controlling your nations. Well, justice is being served and truth is being told. I will show you all the wolves in sheep's clothing. I will remove every mask. I will show you who is on the side of truth. And who is a liar and a thief. I will show you the deep roots of this establishment in your nation, O United States. I will show you how deep. I will show you how dark. I will show you exactly who they all went to. And not just people in the establishment in D.C., but all the people throughout this country. State levels, courts with judges, lawyers, corporations, Hollywood, how they've all were part of those roots of the establishment. And of course, of course, the lying media. I will show you all the things that they hid from you. I will show you all the scripts. I've told you these things. And deleted emails, deleted evidence, 
no matter what it was for and what it was about. I have it all and it's coming out. It's about to pour out. There was things hidden with January 6th. There's been things hidden. Of course, you know, with Hillary and all those deleted emails. It goes far beyond these things. I will show you the hidden servers. I will show you all these things that they were doing. All the fake accounts. I will show you all their burner phones. I will show you all their text messages. You will hear their phone calls. You will hear these things. You will see videos that have not come out yet because videos about to surface about so many things regarding your White House and so many things regarding the Supreme Court and so many things regarding the Capitol and then the, with the Congress and with the Senate. I am showing you all the proof, all the proof, all the proof, all the proof is coming out. Deleted evidence? Ha! Huh. They can't delete things. Well, they think in their way, but I have my way. So my children, in this time where the tides have turned, momentum is in on your behalf, and it's going in your way, in your direction. Power is shifting. Narratives are changing. The winds of change are changing more than you realize. Yes, they're changing governments. They are changing your judicial system. They're changing judges. They're changing laws. They're also tearing down an illegitimate corporation in this nation. A corporation that has held you. A corporation that has stolen from you. In so many ways. This corporation is going to be exposed to the fullest. It's going to be dis it is going to be disarmed but also annihilated. I am bringing this corporation to nothing that has held you oh United States. And everything it brought to you, every evil, wicked scheme of the enemy that this corporation brought into this nation, I'm exposing it and destroying it. Your lives are about to change in a major way. Things that you didn't even know that were against you. Things that you thought were completely normal in a way of life. I'm going to expose 
how it was another form of corruption, and it was another form of slavery and bondage. So my children, in this hour, the power is shifting. Your enemies are retreating. They're falling apart. They're turning on each other. Watch. You will see them fall. You will see them turn on each other. Whistleblowers are going to come forward even more in this hour. Whistleblowers that I have held back until this time. Computers are going to surface. And the evidence and these computers will not be suppressed any longer. There are so many computers that have so much proof that were held to the right time. So hold on, because the winds have changed. The tide has turned. The momentum has shifted. And the enemy's narrative is being destroyed day by day. I will have my way. I will have my way in this day. I will have my way in this hour of power. The tides have turned. Momentum has shifted. Power, power. People in this hour are about to lose their power. So get ready for not only upsets. Get ready for shock. Get ready for awe. But get ready to celebrate. And stay focused on my word and stay focused on me. Because you will see me at work. You will see me and my authority. You will see me and what I'm about to do for not only this nation, but the nations around the world. I have heard your cries, I have heard your prayers. And I am answering them for you. This is the hour. And this is the time. Where I'm about to pour out my spirit. Like never before upon this earth. And you will see me. Turn things for your good. That I am good. That I am your father. That I am your protector, that I am your deliverer, because this is that time. 2024 is the year of more. More of me, you will see. Saith the Lord. Woo! So 
exciting. So I just have to tell you, so um, when I received this from Terry, this was the only video from Julie Green this week, but check out how many things go along with the show, just so you guys know. I mean, because obviously she watches, I'm sure, a lot of the ones because Julie Green comes out with one every single day, but this is the one she sent. All right, so the winds of change are here. We're going to hear more about that from Robin Bullock. It's so powerful. Do you see the volcano of truth is about to erupt? Hank Kuhneman, the Lord said through him, you'll see eruptions. Truth is coming like a flood. We heard that from Hank Kuhneman. We're going to hear that again in just a second. Uh, Let me see what else. The illegitimate uh, corporation that has held you and stole from you is going to be exposed and annihilated. We're going to hear more about that from Barry Wunsch. I mean, it's just so exciting to see how all of these things come together. God is speaking and he is very loud right now. He's like, yep, it's going to be crazy. 2024, we are, you know, 280 some days away from the election, but God's like, but I am much bigger than anything that's going to be going on in your world. Partner with me. Keep your eyes on me because I have great plans for my remnant, for my body. All right, I'm going to take you to Oasis Church. This is from January the 21st, 2024. That is Tim Sheets Church. But uh, on Sunday, Jen Tringle, which I've never seen her before, but she was speaking There was a section from it that as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh my gosh, that goes right along with something that we just heard from Julie Green and Hank Kuhneman, but wait, it's going to tie perfectly in what we're going to hear from Robin Bullock. Check this out. Well, I have been listening and re-listening to Pastor Tim's word for this year, and I fully intend on taking time to continue to do that because Clearly, God is saying so much to us. And I don't plan on reiterating or or re-preaching what he has done, but suffice to say that a, a significant portion is that we have come into the beginning of a new era of supernatural reforming. How many of you know that sounds like a good idea? He, he has gone on to, to declare that the precedence used in Christ's birth, heaven is using again in our time right now. And that it is being assisted by angels, but specifically the seraph order. This is a powerful time marked by the movement of the glory of God covering the earth. In fact, that's really been the hallmark scripture that he has been using in Habakkuk chapter two in verse 14, for the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Um, That's a familiar portion of scripture to many of us. I I think there could be a place in our natural mind where we could go, well, how in the world is that going to be? How how is the supernatural of God going to invade an anti-God world? How is the supernatural, how is the realm of the spirit really going to find its footing in, and show up? But you know, if you just open your eyes and pay attention, the realm of the spirit is vying for the world stage already. You know, just this last week, if you watched the news in the World Economic Forum that was taking place all this past week in Davos, Switzerland, they invited a shaman witch to come and open the ceremony 
and speak a ritual. And then the shaman witch proceeded to call forth and stand in front of the president of the World Bank and all of these authorities and, and uh, government officials and blew over them and spoke an incantation. And we're concerned about the world, what the world's going to think of our services. We're, we're, we're dumbfounded at how God's going to find entrance. The realm of the spirit is vying for the covering of the earth already. And God is saying, make no mistake about it, I'm not late. These places are my places. And even as the enemy is pressing in to try and, and take a hold, the Father is confronting these things and saying, no, by the Spirit of the Lord, I'm raising up a standard against this. So I'm declaring that Habakkuk 2.14, God has blueprints and plans and strategies for this becoming a reality in our time. Amen? How many of you say, I believe that? And uh, aren't we thankful that we are living in an era where there is an abundance of the prophetic word of the Lord. And I, I think there's pause here before we get any further this morning to take pause in the first month of 2024 because we are blessed with living in a time where God is filling us with light, filling us with his prophetic word that we not get passe about that. I, I would like to remind us as the body of Christ that there have been times when the people of God lived in what was called a famine of the word of the Lord. In other words, everybody was looking around going, does anybody know what's going on? Have you, have you heard from the Lord? Are you getting, and people are going, I'm not, I have, I'm not getting anything. And aren't we so blessed that with all that is transpiring, we're not living in a time of the famine of the Lord. God is saying, if you'll give me your ear, I'll fill it. I am releasing the spirit of wisdom and revelation, the spirit of seeing and knowing. I am filling you with the knowledge of what I am prepared to now do. And I believe that it would be right for you and I as the body of Christ to pause and rather sit back and, and get lackadaisical, appreciate the fact that we live in an abundance, a time of the abundance of the word of the Lord. Can you hear the spirit of God in that this morning? I definitely hear the spirit of God in that. You know, it's interesting. When I started this show back in 2021, um, I had three out of the four women that were helping me then, and they could testify, I'm sure, that, um, you know, my show was 20 to 30 minutes. And now, I mean, it's just increased, increased, increased. And then in 2024, it's just gone through the roof. I, I literally could prepare by getting up on Wednesday morning and just do the show at 11.11. And now over these last, you know, month or month and a half, I'm now I'd had to increase it to two mornings in preparation. And I was looking at it today. I'm probably going to have to get up at four instead of five uh, to give myself another couple of hours because I'm running out of time because God is speaking. He is not silent. We have an abundance of, of the Lord speaking right now. And it's like we have to hear it and act upon it. Okay, so this is interesting. Um, let's go back to that flood uh, that we were hearing about Hank Kuhneman, flood waters rising, Julie Green, truth is coming like a flood. And then um, 
when we hear about Habakkuk 2.14, she had said, Jen had said, God has blueprints, plans, and strategies for Habakkuk 2.14 to become a reality in our time. For the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. We're going to hear more about that from Robin Bullock as well. It's interesting how all of these are tying together. I want to now draw attention to what she said about the World Economic Forum. I remember I got on, um, that's the picture of the shaman witch. Um, I was on... um, on X, and I saw that Charlie Champ had shared something about it, and I kind of read a little bit about that. Obviously, more and more was coming out about this, uh, about what had happened in the ceremony. The World Economic Forum in Davos, they invited the shaman witch to come, this is what Jen said, to open the ceremony and speak a ritual, and then she proceeded to call forth and stand in front of the president of the World Bank, the director of the International Monetary Fund, the CEO of IKEA, a billionaire, and other world leaders. The shaman witch blew over them and spoke in incantation. Incantation. Um, I want to talk about this witch because we're going to hear more about this witch from Barry Wunsch, which is really interesting. God is going to be speaking about witchcraft and what's going on. Um, And so I want to now go to Robin Bullock because uh, there was a big event that they had at the church uh, this weekend with Richard Roberts. He was in town, Oral Roberts' son. So they had a big event. But So there wasn't a ton of prophetic words coming out from Robin um, and his team, but it's interesting because there was. It's a very significant uh, words. And this is what I wanted to highlight. He talks about, we are moving into a time where faith will be required and willingness to adhere. We're moving into a time that will throw hell a curve. We're moving into a time that the world will judge as absurd. What are they doing? Dancing. He's talking about the church. What are they doing? Dancing. What are they doing? Shouting. What are they doing? Abstaining. What are they doing? Speaking in tongues. For the Lord says, this is the, this is the time that is approaching. What's interesting about that is when Jen was talking about the World Economic Forum and what happened there with the shaman witch and her blowing on these people, she said, and we are concerned about what the world is going to think about our services in the church. So it's interesting. Robin is now also letting us know what God has to say about what we're supposed to be doing. Check this out. Let's lift our hands and bless our God. Come on all over the house. For we're moving into a time when playing with God will disappear. We're moving into a time when faith will be required and willingness to adhere. We're moving into a time that will throw hell a curve We're moving into a time that the world will judge as absurd. What are they doing dancing? What are they doing shouting? What are they doing abstaining? What are they doing speaking in tongues? For the Lord says, this is the time approaching. When faithfulness will be required. Where do you stand in this time, says the Lord? Where do you stand in this time? 
of faithfulness and the open door. Hallelujah! Can't you hear it? Can you hear it rising in our midst tonight? For I'm taking my body to another level, says the Lord. I am taking them to another level and I will begin this night. For I'm going to take them up to a higher plane and a higher place. And in that place, acknowledge, acknowledge that I am there. And the Lord said, I will use you there. And I will use you. Some things will become easier on this level. Some things will be more difficult, but just simply because you don't understand them. But if you will operate in what you know, I will teach you what you do not know. For on this level, it is a new level. And it is a step that walks up to that open door. It is a level of steps. And this is the step that opens the door and looks inside the corridor of time. For within that time, the future is making its voice heard. It is making its voice heard. Demonic forces are trying to take hold of that time. But they can't hold that time. For that time is beyond them. For they are grounded in the shadows of what was. And only what might be. For they talk you out of what might be. But the Lord says, I am what shall be. And in that corner of time and through that open door, I blow my breath to you in 24. Reach up with both hands and take the wind in your fist and hold it tight because I'm the only one that can do this. For a man can't do this on his own and capture the wind. For it's not to be captured, it is to be breathed in. Okay, so we heard about the wind from Julie, and now the Lord said through Robin, the wind is not to be captured, it is to be breathed in. God is now, he's He's like lending out a hand saying, let me take you to another level. We're hearing more about that. Church International last week, uh, we heard about that from Pastor Robin, from Prophet Robin. We're hearing more about that. I mean, Julie, they're, they're all speaking about the next level, what God has for us to keep our eyes on Him. We're going to come back to that because there's some very important things that God is calling us to do right now. And hold on to that because we're going to come back. Right now, we're going to move on to, uh, if you go to thepropheticreport.com, you can read this prophetic word from Barry Wunsch. This word came out January the 19th, 2024. So he had a couple of words that came out um, back to back. And this one here, the first one was about Davos and what was happening there, very powerful. But this one here uh, came out on January the 19th, 2024. And this is what it's called. Remember corporations that we were hearing about from uh, from Julie Green? This one's called The Corporations That Parade as Governments and Use My People as Chattel Are Coming Down. Oh my gosh, this is so cool. Went right along with what God said. Let's just actually go back to Julie real fast and see it. She said, the um, the the corporation that has held you and stole from you is going to be exposed and annihilated. And the Lord said through Barry Wunsch, the title, let me find it now. The title is the corporations that parade as governments and use my people to ch- are, 
as chattel are coming down. He said, Holy Spirit woke me this morning at 4 a.m. and was stirring me and pulling me into the Spirit with him. He spoke to me and gave me Micah 5.13. As I got up and read the Word of God and was spending time with him, I had this Word dropped to me. As always, here it is, just as it came. Note, the impression I had from Holy Spirit this morning is that we are on the very verge of change. Man, we're hearing about change. Julie talked about change and that there is major a major catalyst event that is going to take place. It will trigger the unraveling of some major national and international events that are all part of God's plan. We also heard that from Hank Kuhneman. There is nothing that can stop what is coming. Stay strong. Stay diligent. Above all else, remain postured in him. Barry. All right, you ready for the word? Prophetic word. Barry, tell my people things are unspooling right now and unspooling quickly. Barry, tell my people what has been locked up tight is about to be released for the nations to see. The globalist fraud that has controlled and oppressed my people shall be brought to justice. I am bringing it all into the light. The witchcraft, here's the witchcraft, and manipulation used by these elite demonized pawns is being exposed. The rebirthing of nations is at hand. I am bringing freedom to my people. The corporations that parade as governments and use my people as chattel are coming down. Their leaders are coming down and being taken out one way or another. These imposters, these posers, these evil tyrants are being removed. They have oppressed my people for too long. My people were not created for slavery. My people were created for freedom. The gold is mine. The silver is mine. It does not belong to them. I am cleaning out their war chest and am taking it back for my people. We heard that from Hank Kuhneman. I will cripple them financially. I will bring them to runes. Enough is enough. They shall run around like foxes with their tails on fire. They will have nowhere to hide or find cover from my justice that is being served. I am releasing my remnant in this hour to move forward with me. I have called you, and you know who you are. The time is upon us to rebuild upon my statutes. I am calling my people, my nations, to my kingdom governance. I am rebirthing the nations under me. Do not, do you not perceive it? Ecclesia, it is time to arise. Ecclesia, it is time to advance. Do not let fear and unbelief stop you and hold you back any longer. I know the battle and the resistance that has been against you. You have soon you will soon come to understand the strength I have put within you to arise and overcome it with me. I have righteous leaders I am launching against all odds as they have submitted to my call. The enemy will not be able to stop them as they abide in me. Behold me, behold my kingdom, behold my kingdom ways you surely will not be disappointed. Freedom is at hand. Holy is the word of the Lord. And then he gives Micah 5, 10 through 15. In that day, declares the Lord, I will destroy your horses from among you and demolish your chariots. I will destroy the cities of your land and tear down all your strongholds. I will destroy your witchcraft and you will no longer cast spells. I will destroy your idols and your sacred stones from among you. You will no longer bow down to the work of your hands. 
I will uproot from among you your your Asherah poles. When I demolish your cities, I will take vengeance. There's vengeance. We heard about that in anger and wrath on the nations that have not obeyed me. Wow. So powerful. Again, you can go to thepropheticreport.com to be able to have that. You can print it off. Um, You can read it there as well. All right. Now I'm going to take you something that's kind of interesting. Last week, uh, when we were talking about weather, if you remember, we showed a video of Hank Kuhneman on Flashpoint talking about weather. Well, something that he said really jumped out at me at the time. I didn't know what he was talking about because I was unaware of what was going on with Dutch Sheets. But Hank Kuhneman was talking about warning and a, a prophetic word he had from September of 2023 about watch the water. And I was like, that is really strange. So there is a warning about water and waterways. I'm going to take you back to that video. I've just cut a little section out of it so you can hear what he had to say. And then I'll take you on to Dutch Seat. So check this out. Let me take this from that uh, number 25, guys. Uh, the uh, Right down there in red. But God says, I'll bring a rain that shall come and begin to be watered upon this nation again. All right. So we've got water, the heavy snow, the light. What? Uh, before I go to Dutch, Pastor Hank, what does this say to you then? You know, bring it, bring it to a, a head for me. Does this, okay. it's supposed, what does this yes. say? What should we take from this? Not, uh, uh, back okay. in September, you prophesied it. That's one thing, but that happened. What is it that we need to take from that? Two things. Number one is it's signifying God's agenda. Again, God's heart must be heard. That's what prophecy is about. He's saying, look, I've seen the harsh season, just like the famine in the days of Elijah. Three and a half years. Man, it's almost been three and a half years. He's saying, look at the freeze. Look at what I will do. Even in that prophecy from September, he said, I'll freeze it in Atlanta and I'll freeze their efforts against 45. Do you know that God chose October 31st, Reformation Day, to send a freeze? to Atlanta. And that's what that prophecy said. So number one, it signifies change. It signifies God's hearing. It signifies things are about to shift in the direction of what we prayed. Second, it signifies that we need to pray because there is a warning there. And the warning is this, that the enemy also wants to counter. In the one prophecy, Pastor Gene, from September of this year, God said, watch the water. Dutch has a dream. He has an announcement. He gets sent he gets canceled. Why the water? Well, God said in September 18th of 2021, they're going to go after our water. Okay, so they're going to go after our waterways is how that finished. I want to take you to Dutch Sheets. It's actually on Flashpoint, the same show on uh, January the 15th, 2024. He's talking about a dream that Gina uh, Golson had, which we've talked about Gina quite a few times on the show, that she had back in November about the water and then how the Lord brought it back up to Dutch that he needed to cover it. What's interesting is Facebook censored it and wouldn't allow him to put it on Facebook. Check this out. Go to Dutch. Dutch, tell us the dream and then what happened after that with this prophetic word. You know, I'll start by saying how exciting it is, Gene, to, because the church for so long, we were, we were having to react, react, react. But watchmen are supposed to be watching for the enemy and know when he's coming, what he's doing. And it's encouraging to me that the prophetic has reached a level where we're, we're hearing these things, these warnings uh, in, in advance. And this particular one was actually given in late November, this dream. 
But when it was sent to me, actually by the same lady who had the dream about painting the borders and, and anchoring the nation, Gina Goldston. But, you know, always take these dreams, pray over them, consult with other people, ask the Lord for his timing, etc. And I sat on this for several weeks, but then I began to feel this urgency. Now is the time to release this. And I found out since that several prophets, as Hank was talking about, several have had warnings about the water, the dams, the waterways, etc. But in this particular dream, 50 people found themselves in a military strategy room. They had been summoned there, one from each state. And Gina in the dream was one of them. I was one of them. And we all gathered. And then a general and an admiral came into the room and said, we have asked you to come because we need your help. There was a, there was a map of all 50 states uh, on the wall, the, on all the walls, uh, and the dams and waterways were highlighted. And they said, we need your help because there are some things that we just don't have any control over, and you're going to have to help us do that. And they said, we need you to pray for the waterways and dams. And then they said, two specific things we need for you to pray regarding the dams. And they said, first of all, pray diligently against domestic and foreign terrorist attacks. And then secondly, they said, pray diligently against any attempt to intentionally restrict the water flow in an effort to restrict and hinder the supply lines in America. So there are other reasons they're going to attack these dams and waterways. But and this was somewhat interesting to me. It said, but one of the primary reasons is they want to restrict supply lines, things that are moved from here to there by way of water. So that would also include ports. And so uh, this warning came very, very strong in the dream. Then we sat down as representatives, wrote out prayers and decrees And then we were sent back to our states. And the next part of the dream, there were strategy rooms in all of the states. Each state had a a strategy room, had a map up of the state with all the dams and all the waterways. And people were coming in and there was great strategy. And they were all sent to specific places to pray for God's protection, taking the prayers and decrees that uh, that we had written for them uh, and all the nation, people in every state were making these same decrees. So there was this unified agreement all throughout the nation. Then they were all encouraged to also pray as they were led. Well, we released this today. People can look at today's post and see this, and they can also find these prayers and decrees that we have written uh, by going to DutchSheets.org or giving15.com. They are posted there. So we're going to see the nation covered and protected. And uh, we're, Amen. you know, the, I don't know why we, this, the, the, someone didn't want to release this today. I think they backed off. But all we were doing was saying, pray that this doesn't happen. Uh, you weren't canceled, but yet some things happened to you today. Tell us what happened on uh, Giving 15. Well, we, we released a post about praying for our dams and waterways, water supply in America, because there have been quite a few prophetic words, uh, dreams about that, that the terrorists are going to go after the, the water supply, the waterways to cut off our ability to transport and, of course, uh, you know, drinking water. 
and and death and damage. If some of these uh, dams are destroyed like Hoover Dam, it would be catastrophic beyond belief. So we released a post just saying, let's pray for these waterways, just as we did when we painted the borders. Uh, we didn't name names. We didn't say it's coming. We didn't scare people. But but uh, Facebook decided they didn't they didn't want to. They didn't want to post it. They they said, no, we can't we can't let that be released. We want people to feel safe. And so we, we don't want a, a post, I guess, about safety and people feeling safe <laughs> because I, I, I don't understand. But but it has started. Yeah. And, uh, you know, all, all we were doing was say, let's pray for safety. Right. And I guess that right. scares people when we pray for safety and say, hey, terrorism might happen. So let's don't let it happen. Wow. Okay. So I went to uh, Dutch Sheets. Um, I went to giveim15.com and I have the link in the notes below. So if you are wanting those decrees and you would like that and you have a notes below, because it depends on what platform you are on, you can click on that and get it, or you can go to Give Him 15 and get it there. Or if you would like to text the phone number 405. 40- 509, text the word decrees. It's the same one that you would text for the other decrees that we have for the show. 40509, text the word decrees. I put them in that text. So you can also receive it there. So you can go to givehim15.com forward slash projects dash six, or you can go to just text the phone number 40509, text the word decrees. Then you'll have those and you can be prepared. I want to now take you to Tim Sheets. So on Oasis Church on Wednesday, uh, January the 17th, 2024, he had a prayer meeting. And at the prayer meeting, he actually talked about um, what what the Lord had given him about waterways as well. Check this out. Months ago, Holy Spirit prompted me, and I did talk to you about it uh, concerning this, and we have been praying. I, in a vision, was was told uh, concerning this. In this vision, I was walking along a waterway, uh, in I I didn't know if it was a river. I didn't know if it was a reservoir, but I knew it was a waterway. And as I looked down, walking along the edge in the grass, I saw a duck sitting on a nest. And I looked at that, couldn't make sense of it really, but I just, then I walked on further. And again, I come to another duck. It's sitting on a nest. This happened many times. And then Holy Spirit began to talk to me about what I was seeing, that there are, there are things that are involved where our waterways, our dams, our reservoirs are concerned, where America is a setting duck. And we are target for uh, terrorists. We know that our borders are open and we don't know all of those who came in, whether it be foreign or domestic terrorists. And this could be devastating. Prayer teams go on an assignment and um, individuals, as you're driving along, you can go on an assignment as you drive. You cross a, a waterway, pray. Pray for protection. Pray that any strategies of evil uh, would be exposed. And at every one of these places, we are, are, are saying to read and decree the 91st Psalm. So that's going to be our agreement focus everywhere. When you are there, read and decree 
of the 91st Psalm. In all 50 states, everywhere, there are thousands, of course, uh, dams, waterways that need to be covered. Infrastructures, electric plants, water plants, um, whatever you come across. And so let's get this done. Let's get this assignment accomplished. And also, as we did with painting the borders, where hundreds of you were out, thousands really out uh, doing this assignments, um, we're inviting you. Send us a picture, a short, brief testimony, maybe uh, email us what you are doing, where you've been. And uh, we'll share some of them on Wednesday nights. But I believe this is an assignment of the Holy Spirit. And so take it seriously. I know that you will. Uh, critical infrastructures. We're going to go and pray and say no weapon formed against us is going to prosper and declare the word of the Lord. Now, there are decrees also on Dutch's web website that you can go to and download those decrees. And he will explain this very, very well. Okay, so. You may be sitting here thinking, oh my gosh, so, you know, how significant are my prayers? How significant are the decrees that I make? Is this really going to make a difference? By the way, I am wearing my Psalms 91 shirt that I got from Avery for Christmas. I love this shirt. Completely covered in Jesus' name. That's what he's saying. Over these waterways, we need to be declaring Psalm 91 over him. And you might be thinking, okay, you know, how, how significant is this and what part do I really play? I want to point something out. There's this lady by the name of Ginger Ziegler, and I met her for the first time uh, when we were in Warrior, Alabama at Church International. She was attending an intelligence briefing that Robin Bullock and Elijah Streams was doing with Steve Schultz, and Dave and I were there helping to host that event. And I saw her from a distance, and I'm like, she is, she's tiny, but I'm like, she is a warrior. And then I had the opportunity to speak with her, and I'm like, she is a warrior. And now I even know more about her because I saw her on Drenda's show. So this was sent to me by Denise, uh, uh, and it was so powerful to hear what she had to say. And then she wrote a book, and I want to come back and talk about that after you hear this interview. Check this out. Peter Ziegler is an accomplished author, teacher, mentor, mother, and grandmother. In her 40-plus years of ministry, she's established and pastored churches, Bible schools, ministry training schools, foreign missions, prison ministries, and prayer groups all over the world. Additionally, she has preached in numerous churches in the U.S. and many foreign countries as well. And not only that, she impacted our life in ministry. You're going to hear more about that today. Ginger, it's so good to have you. Thank you for joining me today. I count this as an honor. Thank you. You're a dear friend, and I'm grateful for this chance to be able to share with you and with your precious people. I thank you for being here, and thank you for so many years ago speaking into our life. Uh, our church was probably 250 people at that time. We were dealing with the struggles that all pastors of smaller works deal with, the people issues, and you know, trying to stay true to the Word of God and the Kingdom of God. And you prophesied to my husband back in that small setting. You and your husband came and ministered to us in our church, and you prophesied that my husband's gift would bring him before great men and women of God, one of them being Kenneth Copeland, you said. And also you prophesied you saw radio and television, 
And uh, those were so far at that time looked like uh, an impossible thing that could happen. And all of those things have come to pass. And so you've been a prophetess in our life. You've encouraged our faith. I know you are a prayer warrior and I couldn't be more excited that you've written a new book, His Blood Speaks, Your Victory, The Devil's Defeat. Wow, what a title, His Blood Speaks. And so today, I want to, I want you to share uh, from your heart and just take reign to minister as you feel led to do so. I know you had a vision, uh, and the Bible says that a vision's for an appointed time. And so you felt this is the appointed time for that vision. So could we start out by sharing that? And then we'll get into your book. Well, uh, I have had quite a few visions over all these many years. And uh, it was October the 17th, 2020, before the election. And I already knew from my prayer time how the election was going to go. But uh, the Lord awakened me at three o'clock in the morning. And I was actually taken in a vision into the heavenlies, which I had been taken there before. So I was familiar with where I was. The reason this is so important is for the time right now. Now that happened in 2020. So I only shared it with a few people, my prayer team, of course, and a few other people, but I knew there'd be a time to release it. And what happened in this vision, it was in the heavenlies where the demonic realm is. And I could see Jesus, I've seen him, multiple times. And his eyes were straight in my eyes. My eyes were straight in his eyes. He was way, way up. I was way up in the heavenlies. And I was looking at him and I was literally begging him in prayer with my arms outstretched like this. And I was saying, put your words in my mouth, Lord, put your words in my mouth. Just put your words in my mouth. I knew that if I could get his words in my mouth, I would pray exactly accurately. And when I would pray that way, then I could change what I was experiencing. And what I was experiencing, as far as I can see, in the spirit realm, you know, you can see up, down, all around. You're not limited. And as my arms were outstretched, I saw good people, bad people, and evil spirits. There was three classes. And I knew that the evil spirits were going to try to hurt the good people. And I was literally begging Jesus. I was talking, I'm talking about begging Jesus to help me pray so that I could protect these precious people. And they were behind me. I don't know, hundreds of thousands. I don't know, millions. It, it was, I couldn't even count them. And the Lord spoke and he has spoken to me out loud other times, but not very often. And he spoke very, very loud, like with a thunder voice. And he said, enclave, 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 three times. And I was just like this. I would not take my eyes off of him. And then he spelled the word E-N-C-L-A-V-E out loud, one letter at a time, three times. Then he looked me straight in the face and he said, I am telling you like this so that you will remember this. Boom. All of a sudden I was back here and I went into this intercessory prayer, which is praying. I grabbed my phone. I said, Jesus, I don't even know what enclave means. And so I grabbed my phone. I turned it on and I found out it meant three things. Surrounded by people of another nation, surrounded by people of another religion, and surrounded by people of another language. And I didn't know what all it meant, but I knew something was going to take place and it wasn't going to be good. 
So that was before the election. So then we had the election and we've seen how things have turned out since then. So, and we've seen how the border situation we have. So we just prayed individually, just, you know, my group and people that I know. I didn't feel like it was time to share it all because, you know, you tell people things like this and they get scared, but it's not to get scared. I got some scriptures. Yes, <laughs> I'm telling amen. you, it's to defeat the devil. That's, that's the deal. God tells you something and he wants you to get in there and get in the fight and make sure that you make the devil behave. Yes. And amen. so <laughs> anyway, um, when, um, it was October the 8th, um, of 2023, I got a phone call from someone, um, in fact, two people, two ministers, very important ministers. And I was told about what had happened with Israel. And so uh, Chris Reed had had a dream and he had shared it with someone and they were sharing it with me. And when I heard about it, I was like, oh, my God, that's that that's that enclave vision I had back in 2020. All these years, this must be the time now. Because in his dream, there were so many exact, if you read it, I'm sure you could, you know, morning stars where you could find it. As I got a copy of it and I listened to him, I saw that there were so many things talked about good people, evil situations and everything, sleeper cells, and even things that my prayer group, and I've been praying for the nation since 1991. I was given a mandate by God when I was in South Africa to come back to this nation and start praying. And he told me then, I was a lot younger then, <laughs> but he said, when you get to be older, these are the things that you're going to see. And this is what, this is your part. My part was a little part, but this is your part. This is what I want you to do. I want you to pray. Take what's in your hand and pray. Well, I have the most awesome bunch of people. I'm telling you, these people will pray day and night. <laughs> I can say, hey, let's pray all night long. And I say, okay, let's go for it, you know. And so we started praying for the nation in 91. And when we had 9-11, I had many, many people. We wrote the 24-hour prayer and we did all kinds of things all during these years. But when 9-11 happened, it was really interesting. One of the many things, I could tell you some stuff and make your hair curl. <laughs> anyway, well, but uh, I, he told me, he said, I want you to hold this back. There's going to be like simultaneous, like 500 simultaneous attacks that's going to try to come in the United States. But you and your prayer group and all the people that you know, you can hold it back. And boy, I'm telling you what we started praying, man, we started praying. Well, in Chris, that was 9-11. Just think about that. And so we held it back. Some things have happened all during this time, but not gobs of them. And so in Chris Reed's dream, one of the things he said in these sleeper cells was that there was going to be an activation of these mass happenings all over. So I had enough from his dream to realize mm -hmm, they're planning something. So, Father, show me how to stand against this. Give me a voice. Show me how we're going to be able to. And you, you mentioned my, my book. I'm telling you, God showed me the power of the blood of Jesus. I, it took me 32 years to get this book out. And printed because this is knowing how to apply, knowing how to decree, knowing how to proclaim the blood of Jesus. That's the one thing Satan cannot stand against. And it, it's amazing because um, I heard some minister is gathering up. He's believing to gather up a million Deborahs and Esthers 
for October. Isn't this awesome? Mm-hmm. Because now God is saying, no, there are a group of you out there. There's a bunch of you out there that's finally beginning to understand how to cooperate with the prophets and how to understand how to get in there and get under them and help them so they can hear accurately, so they can start prophesying and then take those prophecies and start praying them out, praying them out, praying them out, praying them out, decreeing, 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 mm. and see this whole thing turn around instead of just like, well, whatever. Well, I guess we got to go to church today. Mm-hmm. We're turning into a real army. Amen. And so God is saying, don't just sit there and let this happen. Come on. Yes. It's time for us to stand up and get the, I'm telling you, I'm standing. When he told me in 91, he said, these are the things you'll see. When you're an older woman, and then he said, and I'm, I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> so then he said, when you're a real older woman, then these are the things you'll see. And he said, I want you to help change it. Little bitty thing. Nobody even knows all these years, 32 years, we prayed like this. A handful of ladies that know how to pray mm. and willing to pray for 12 hours, eight hours, eight days. I'm willing to fast for 21 days, willing to do whatever it took. I'm telling you, we had supernatural and we still have supernatural interventions and get in there. And God said, let me get you over there where you can see. Let me give you some insight. This is what the enemy's trying to do. Just like Elisha. Remember when the king of Syria, he said, who's Paddle telling on us. We got to get rid of that guy. And they say, Oh, it's this prophet over there. Man, he's in his bedroom. He's praying up a storm and he's like, oh, We're going to knock the fire out of him. Just go down there and cut him off at the pass. That's what they'd say in Texas. <laughs> and so we've got people who know how to pray. If we can activate people and get us in unity and stop the fussing and fighting, we can get ourselves in unity and get, I'm telling you, prayer, Jesus' whole life. His whole success hindered on two things. First of all, he knew who he was. And second, he knew how to pray. Mm. He knew how to pray. The disciples, they came to him in Matthew 6, and they said, they didn't say, teach us how to pray. They said, teach us to pray. Mm. Hello. That's powerful, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Who pray? What? Live a life of prayer. Learn how to do that. And as we do that and we learn what that means, we've got to understand we can't just blab it and grab it and say, you know, in the name of Jesus and just run off. I mean, we got to have God's word just like I was at that enclave. Don't you know that has been on me since that night that happened? Mm. God, show me what I can do. Show me. And I'm telling you, that's what God wants. Put his word in your mouth. Mm. When you speak, thus said, light be, it's going to happen. And it's not just us taking whatever scripture we want to take. It's what he is saying. We get to the place to where we're not just partnering with him, which is wonderful, but we're in intimate relationship with him. Mm. And we can hear his just little nudge or whatever. We can just hear him. He's, he's there and we can just feel him breathing down the back of our neck. And all we have to do is say those words. And his words stop Satan every single time.
Man. Okay. So this book that they were talking about, it's called His Blood Speaks Your Victory, The Devil's Defeat. Now, what's interesting about this book is she actually, Ginger actually wrote this, I believe, in the 1990s, but it didn't get released until recently. So His Blood Speaks Your Victory, The Devil's Defeat. And it's a 31-day devotional from what I could find. I actually ordered it. I went online um, and ordered it today. Um, So I can't wait to get it in. But I think that this is a huge um, thing that we can add to our arsenal of how do we pray? What does that look like? And how do we take his authority and how do we use his words? They were able to take things that were supposed to happen after 9-11 and they didn't happen because they were partnering with God and didn't allow it to happen in the earth. And that's what we have got to do right now. God is calling us to step up to the next level. Pretty exciting. All right. I want to take you to talking about The final thing here is President Trump. Some interesting things about President Trump. We heard some things from Hank that came out. Obviously, Julie, we've heard a lot of things from Julie as well. But this specific week um, of January the 16th, 2024, Andrew Whalen, uh, I, I saw actually where he wrote something out. My sister sent that to me. And then uh, Lisa Renard sent me the video from Elijah Streams. He had two dreams about President Trump that are very powerful that I didn't want you to miss. Check this out. So this was, yeah, January 5th, 2024. In my dream, I saw that I was wearing a sports jersey with the number 45 on it. All right. So in the dream, I realized I was part of Team 45, and I knew it represented Donald Trump's team. Yeah. I found myself in a room somewhere, and I briefly looked around, And I saw a large and tall evergreen tree standing in the room and a jersey identical to the one I had on was also hanging on this huge evergreen tree. Hmm. I walked over to the tree to look at this jersey. And once I arrived at the tree to see the jersey, I had a sudden revelation that this was a championship jersey. At that very moment, I knew I was standing. And this is interesting. In that very moment, I knew I was standing in the future. And Donald Trump was the president for the second time. Well, good. Yep. And so then... Immediately in the dream, I saw Donald Trump. So, all right, so if I can say it this way, when I got to the tree, now I knew I'm in a, in a future place. Hmm. I'm in the future. And, I, and I'm just, I have full knowledge Donald Trump is president for a second time. While I'm standing there, I have an, like an open vision and I see hmm. Donald Trump dial up on a phone the numbers 222 222 um and i knew it was the prophets of 222 donald trump was calling up the prophets of 222 well i specifically saw in this open vision that dutch sheets and lou engel were being called then 
I knew that several others were also being added to the list of 222. And then I prophesied, I said this out loud. I said, we are the prophets of 222 who use the key of David. Now I'm still in the vision within my dream. I saw that the 222 prophets were now the main prophets for Donald Trump in his second term and for America's future. Interesting. The vision in the dream stopped and I was back in the room with the tall evergreen tree and still looking at the evergreen tree. I saw that 45, that number 45 Jersey hanging on it. As I looked at the Jersey even closer, I realized there was a patch. There was like a patch near the shoulder that indicated it was a championship team Jersey. However, when I looked at the patch, it read, it had the number, it said this, it says two. So the number two will see that Jesus is Christ. I immediately thought to myself in the dream. So I'm, I'm, as I'm viewing this, I have a thought. And I immediately thought to myself in the dream that the world will witness two terms of President Trump and it will open their eyes that Jesus is the Christ. Wow. Dream this, in. Wow, all in the dream. By the, now, you haven't yet defined 222, right? Right. You just said the numbers. Okay. Right. Yeah. So let me just uh, say this, that um, Isaiah, well, before I get there, well, no, let me say that. Isaiah 22, 22. Mm-hmm. So that's two 22s. So two, two, two is, if you want to look at it, it's just two 22s. So Isaiah oh, 20, yeah. 22, 22, which is a very significant passage of scripture that says, I will place on his shoulder the key to the house of David. What he opens, no one can shut. What he shuts, no one can open. So um, I'll say this, that um, the significance of 222 for me personally is that uh, Lou Engel for maybe 10 years, maybe 10, 11 years, I can't remember how many years now, has done yearly conferences called 222. Oh, yes. Hmm. Based on Isaiah 22, 22. And what he, his whole um, focus on it is how how we as God's people, especially as prophetic intercessors, can stretch forth a scepter, Psalm 110, how we can begin to rule in the midst of our enemies, how we can operate in authority, operating in the government, which the Bible says the government's on his shoulders and the key of David, and the key of David unlocks. It opens and it shuts. And so though that was kind of the context. And it's interesting, but let, let me go to the next dream is number four. Okay. This will tie right into it. And I had this dream on 
2.22, so February 22nd of 2017. And guess where I was? I was in, um, or was that 2018? No, let's see. Yeah, 2017. This is 2017 here on the notes. Yeah, yeah, okay, 2017. I was actually in Colorado Springs at that time uh, for the conference called 222. Mm-hmm. So in this dream, again, on February 22nd, 2017, I walked into the kitchen at my parents' house, and guess who was there? Donald Trump was there, sitting in the kitchen reading the Bible. I looked down at what he was reading, and the pages were opened up to Isaiah 45. Trump looked at me. By the way, this uh, dream, I I believe, is in uh, the book, Dreams to Save a Nation. Okay. Trump looked at me and then said this, uh, this, he was kind of referring to himself, this is that. And so instantly when he said it, I knew by revelation he was referring to himself as Cyrus. Very interesting. (laughs) And this is, in fact, the, the passage in Isaiah 45 that people refer to when they say Trump is a modern day Cyrus. They are referring to this chapter. Yes. They meaning anyone who is who's who's ever prophesied that 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 he is our sire, a modern day Cyrus. It comes from this. From yep. That. Okay. Absolutely. And in the dream, he's saying this is that. He's basically saying I'm that, and he's kind of announcing he realizes that now. Yeah. Yeah. It was like it was like a revelatory thing uh-huh. that he was reading the scriptures and saw himself in the scroll. It's like, whoa, this is that. <laughs> wow. And wow. as the dream continued, so again, this this same one in 2017, as the dream continued, I was still in conversation with Trump. I began to speak over him that his presidency is a fulfillment of many prophecies. He agreed with me and told me that before he became president of the United States, that he was a police officer. <laughs> hmm. This is what he this is what he's telling me in the dream. He said, just as I had the authority to enforce law and order, I have come into this office with the authority to bring law and order. No. He then began to show me places in the Old, Old Testament, even in Isaiah 45, where the law brought order to society and to nations. He said in the dream, he said he was going to restore the law of God in the land. Wow. Wow. So still in this dream, I began to share with President Trump many prophetic dreams I'd received over the years about the United States, about God's covenant with us and why Trump's presidency had been appointed by God for such a time as this. Trump was very interested in these prophetic dreams. By the way, uh, Steve, I don't know if I've ever shared this, but several years ago, this is uh, probably 2019, I actually got a phone call from someone who worked in the White House. And uh, he he had told me, he couldn't tell me what his exact position was, but he said, I, I have personal contact with Donald Trump every day. And he said, I wanted to let you know that Trump has been reading your dreams on his desk. This is a real, this is not a dream you're talking about. This is 
This, this is, is real life. Whoa. And Crazy. he said he's very encouraged by them. Um, keep keep putting them out there. <laughs> wow. Wow, Andrew. Th- thanks for sharing that. That's really encouraging to know that that's happening. Wow. I was blown away. I was like, well, you know, because honestly, my at that point, I think the only place I was really sharing these dreams was just Facebook. Yeah. But I think what had happened was someone that I know sent them to this man in the office who who was sharing them with Donald Trump. Wow. So it so amazing. So good. Um, so uh, where was I at here? Okay. So he was very, in this dream, he was very interested in, in the dreams. I looked at him and I said, so again, this is prior to the one I just had this year. I said, uh, from this dream in 2017, I said, this must be shared with the 222 conference. He looked at me and said, I'm very thankful for all of you at 222. You are some of the main prophets for me. Wow. Wow. I encouraged Donald Trump in the dream to come and join us. And I said this, because we have the key of David, Isaiah 22, 22. And then I said in the dream, and our agreement together would impact the world. He agreed to join and the dream ended. Okay. So I find this... 22 this 222 uh theme or concept now do i believe that those who um you know lou engel dutch sheets by the way dutch and lou were both at this conference in 2017 and i actually shared this dream from the stage because i told lou i had it on and he said get up here and share this so i shared it and um do I believe that that uh, Lou and Dutch and and maybe some of these two twenty two people could be the main prophets? Yeah, I do. But I think even maybe more significant is what is actually represented is that they are the ones, which I think is an invitation for all of us to be the to be the ones who are operating in the key of David. That. Uh, we are those who are using um, authority and and we're walking in the government of God. And, um, and so let me, in fact, let me back up real quick. Um, okay, so Isaiah 22, 22, it says, I will place upon him the, uh, sorry, where'd he go? Oh, I will place on his shoulder the key of the house of David. What he opens, no one can shut. What he shuts, no one can be open. Here's what I feel. Part of what the number 22 means, it, a lot of times in scripture, it has to do with two things. It has to do with um, revelation, mm-hmm. like getting revelation and authority. And that's what I believe part of the key of David has to do with. It has to do with those who use revelation it's it's a key from god that unlocks authority it actually um it's why you can open doors with if you don't have the right key you can't open the right door if you don't have the right key you can't lock the right door and that's part of what god is saying and and again if you go into the new testament when jesus is 
talking with Peter and he and he's telling him in Matthew 16, upon this rock, I'll build my ecclesia and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. I've given them the, the keys of the kingdom and what they bind on earth will be bound in heaven. What they uh, loose on earth will have been loosed in heaven. In other words, God is saying the key of David is is what Jesus has on his shoulders. And when we function in prophetic revelation, we're in a, in essence turning the key of David. That's good. We're yeah. Opening, we're binding, we're loosing, we're locking. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. I mean, it's the key. The revelation is the key. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And if you were to even say to someone, well, here's a key, and you prophesied to to something to them, you would have inadvertently declared something that you weren't even necessarily meaning to. It was a key. It it, it did unlock something. Absolutely. Yeah. Or which, or lock something. You know. It, which again, let me go back and just say this: the dream that I had with the Trump uh, or with the forty-five jersey on the evergreen tree. Yeah. It's amazing. It it, it simply made me think, or it just brought to mind. The appeal to heaven, yeah, uh, that, which you know, that flag, that flag you're referring to, the flag called Appeal to Heaven, yep. which was, yeah, yeah, which Dutch Sheets really kind of brought that message forth, right? And I actually believe God's saying, I'm, I'm answering the appeals, the appeals that have been made by my people. I'm responding, and look, there's a championship team hanging on this tree. I am, uh, the the God, uh, the everlasting God. And so yeah. I feel like God is saying that our prayers, our prophetic intercessions, they're significant. The other thing about 222 real quick is that being the key of David, I believe God wants us to understand, yeah. turn the key in prayer of revelation. It doesn't matter if what you're seeing in the natural uh you know, doesn't make sense. Look for the revelation I'm giving. What are That's the prophets true. saying? What are the things that my spirit is speaking to? And turn those keys because this is how we call things that are not as though they are. This is how we begin to see what God has intended to do really break forth. Okay. So That's good. So anyway, I think the invitation for everyone here is to be a part of the 222 prophets. In other words, let's get revelation and stand in the authority of Jesus Christ and turn those keys. Let's decree what he's saying. Let's prophesy and pray what he is declaring and revealing. Wow. Okay. So if you remember last week, uh, Pastor Robin Bullock was talking about a dream that she had about these keys. And I said, hey, I have keys. In fact, I had a vision back in 2013 or 2014 where God had given me keys. And so after that, I went and got, I don't even know where I got these, but these prophetic keys. I mean, they're so cool. They, In fact, in 2020, um, I would literally, I used them all the time prophetically over our country and kind of everything that we were going through. So I have all of these keys that are really cool. Um, and so... I pulled these back out, and as I was going through this whole thing with Andrew, the Lord was saying, revelation is the key to having authority, the key to loosing 
and binding, uh, binding. It's a key that God has given us. And so these are prophetic. You know, like I have a sword behind me. That is prophetic. I have a staff over there. That is prophetic. Um, all of these things are prophetic. And if you have, don't know much about the prophetic or don't know much about like different things like this, there's a really cool book that I came across back in 2010 or 11. I had no idea what they were talking about initially. I had never been exposed to it, but it was called The Happy Intercessor by Benny Johnson. And that's when I actually found out initially about keys and all of that. If you haven't read that book, I highly recommend it. It's called The Happy Intercessor by Benny Johnson. That's where I was initially kind of introduced to some of these things. And so it's a pretty cool book. All right, let's go on to uh, what he was talking about with Cyrus from Isaiah 45. Trey Smith, I wanted to play the whole thing. I like literally, I listened to it and I was like, Everybody has to hear this, but I would have had a, a couple hours of videos in today's show, so it was not possible. But I recommend going to, you can find them on YouTube, you can find them on Rumble, Trey Smith, um, and on this video that I'm showing here, um, it's called 2024, The Prediction, and it was put out just a few days ago. This is on on uh, YouTube that I found it, but if you go to the minute 16 in and end at 39.10, so almost 40 minutes of video... It, I couldn't get rid of any of it. Just so you know, like I went through to try to like, can I shorten it? Is there any way that I can use just a portion of it? I couldn't. The information was so great. I told David, you have to listen to this. You have to listen to it right now. I highly recommend going to YouTube or Rumble, Trey Smith, look for the video 2024, the prediction. Um, he is somebody we, we know. He stayed in our home before. He's great friends with uh, the Clements. So um, Kim Clement, uh, he actually was 16. He was on a cruise and Kim Clement uh, prophesied over him and he's maintained that relationship uh, with the family. Dane, um, they've all gone to Israel together. Um, he's he's had a lot of different things about prophetic words by Kim. Uh, but this video is critical, talking about number 45 with um, Isaiah, 46. So even God talking about Biden, being in the office in 46, and then 47, what that's actually going to look like. So again, make sure you go find that on YouTube or on Rumble. All right, I want to take you to a video by Mike Thompson. Okay, so Prophet Mike Thompson, he actually, I received this last week from Lisa Renard, and I watched it, I was like, oh, this is so good, but it didn't fit in last week's show. This is how good God is, because I would have probably just skipped by it and wouldn't have thought anything about it. Well, I received it from two other uh, two other ladies this week. So it was a video from last week, but he re-released that, that video, and then it came from two more of the ladies on the team, and they're like, so that's three out of four. They're like, you have to watch this. And so this fits perfectly in this week's show about President Trump. Check it out. There are three visions pertaining to President Trump his legal issues, and his presidential candidacy, and the constitutional governance of the United States that the Lord took me back through this week. Why? To release the anointing of them. September 17th, 2020, I was in my inner sanctum, my prophet's chamber at home, I have a special room, an office, a study, prayer room. And suddenly I was taken into the Spirit. I felt that draw. The Holy Spirit, you, you probably know what I'm talking about. Man, the anointing just come on me and it just pulled me right in. 
using the vernacular I'm talking about today, he pulled me back into the stream. But at that particular moment, I lifted my eyes up. I was reading my Bible and praying. I lifted my eyes up. And I saw a man standing in the corner. And the man had long robe. You could tell it was as somebody would dress thousands of years ago. And he had a staff in his hand. And the Lord spoke to me and said, it's Moses. Now, Moses didn't come to me. This was a vision, an appearance. This is the way that the Lord showed it to me. And while I was watching him, and he just stood there before me, didn't utter a word in this vision form. And my attention was drawn to two things. Number one, it was Moses. Moses represented leadership and authority. And he was holding the staff, which the Bible calls the rod of God, which represents the power of God to be displayed through his leadership and authority. So he started talking to me how, about how that he was going to, I'm talking about God, change leadership and authority positions in the United States and release the power of God in dynamic forms. And at that point, I knew it was connected not only with the body of Christ and the way that things were coming up, but there was an association there of President Trump. Then, a week later, on September 25th, 2020, I was in the same chair in my same um, office, and the Lord took me into the Spirit, and I looked up, and standing in the exact same place was Moses again. With his staff. Now, the first time, leadership authority and power but this time it was layered and something else layered over it Moses represented the court the law of God and the court of heaven and his staff the power at work to bring those to pass then, in front of my eyes, again, I in the spirit, it changed. And there was an angel standing there holding a scroll. And he opened the scroll and he looked at me and he said, it is time. And then the vision ended. When I saw the angel, of course, that represented the messenger aspect of God telling something that was a, a part of the spiritual stream that was going to be connected with a time element for us. Yes. The scroll represented the Constitution of the United States and the covenant that God had established with our founding fathers. As he opened the scroll and he said, it is time, it was indicative 
of how that that timing, the physical time dimension incorporated and housed in the spiritual dimension was that it was for this to be released and it was all as it were written in this stream. Then, on November the 4th, you won't find that video there because YouTube deleted it. However, there is one on November 7th, 2020, that talks about it that's still accessible. I was in the same chair in my inner sanctum, and the Lord caught me away in the Spirit. And as I entered into the Spirit, I looked up into the heavens, and there was a huge scale. A balance scale, you know, that has an upright and it has a cross arm and then the two pans, like you would call the justice scale. And I was watching that, and one side was a little lower than the other. It was out of balance. There was a thumb on the lower scale, and the Lord spoke to me. And he said, there's a thumb on the scale... And it is robbery. This was the day after the presidential election. No surprise there, huh? Then he continued. And he said, give Moses time to work. The reason that the Lord took me back through those visions... And to reconnect with that stream was because he said, this is now coming to pass. This is now coming to pass. Give Moses time to work. Now, I was extremely upset about the election results. As were all of you. But I knew that God was working. And when he said give Moses time to work. And I shared this. I didn't know the time frame. I even on the, the video. Said I don't know if this is one day. One week. One month. One year. Well, all I know is give Moses time to work. And of course we were all expecting. Maybe these kind of things are going to come to pass. Over this next year. Let's turn around the results of the election. Let's, you know, all of these things. We prayed many prayers. We stood in faith. And that's all wonderful. That's all good. But the fact is, he said, give Moses time to work. Three years later, the Lord said, the time of Moses working is at hand. Moses represents the laws and the courts of heaven and how they supersede, influence the laws and the courts of man. I even said at the time that I had a feeling that in the, the natural realm, this is something that is going to eventually have to go to the Supreme Court. It just felt that way. It wasn't that God said it. 
It just felt that way. You know what feelings and, and by osmosis, you pick up different things during these encounters? I believe that 2024, 20, oh, by the way, before I finish that sentence, let me tell you about something else. In um, 2018, the very first Lion's Army vision that I had was in this room. We were doing a school of the supernatural. And it was a night that we got our students together. And I started to teach. And as I did, this vision came to me. And in the vision, I saw goalposts. And these goalposts were like you would see about like upright goalposts, maybe on a football field, you know, at the end, the end zone. But they were one after the other stringing out in succession. And the first one written right across the, the cross piece on that goalpost was Kavanaugh hearings. And then the one behind it was 2018 midterm elections. And then the one behind that, the 2020 presidential election. They were goalposts, as it were. I saw many that were out behind them, but I couldn't read what was written on them. They were too far away. At that moment, I stopped the class and I said, I'm in a full-on vision here, so just start praying. And so we prayed for a while, and the Lord took me through the first Lion's Army vision right there on the spot. Now, ever since then, I haven't talked that much about the goalposts because he didn't show me any other. We've already passed those three, and I didn't see any other. So I've kept silent about it. About a month ago, the Lord took me into the Spirit, and he showed me those goalposts all over again. And then... He pulled them past me, not me into them. I'm not sure about all the significance. He pulled them past me. It's as if the first three came right over me, and the next one was a 2024 presidential election. And that's all I could see. So I knew that the Lord was getting ready to do something. So what I'm telling you right now is that as deeply troubled as I am about our nation, about all the stuff that's going on, including the way that they have tried to persecute, prosecute President Trump, all of the legal actions that are going on, is that when I was pulled back into that stream, there was an overwhelming faith that came upon me, an authority, that while I was there, you'll read it in my book, about the importance of releasing your authority from the place of revelation rather than waiting. Sometimes you got to wait. Sometimes you don't think of it. But rather than waiting till the encounter is over and then praying about the encounter, pray from the encounter. And so while I was in that stream at that moment, I began to release and pray for Moses to do his work. 
and the Spirit of the Lord just refreshed that within me, is at the time of Moses, not the person, but what he represents. He represents the leadership, authority, and power. He represents the laws and the courts of heaven, superseding the laws and the courts of man. He represents in that point the scroll, I should say, represented the constitution and the covenant of God with our founding fathers. And the angel said, it is time. That is one of the reasons why I believe. I'm not telling you God said. I'm telling you I believe. And because I believe... I decree, not prophesy what God said, decree what I believe. That God supernaturally is going to use the courts of this land to vindicate President Trump and allow him to be elected the next president of the United States. It, it takes time for these prophetic things to unravel, to unfold, and to be implemented. Our job is to be pulled into the prophetic stream and use our faith and authority connected with the anointing of that and release it into the earth. Wow. I'm so glad that God didn't let me forget about that for this week, for such a time as this. All right. So as you could tell, there are so many things that are coming together, so many different categories that God is highlighting right now. In fact, vindicated, I didn't even realize it was there. That was also in the prophetic word from Hank Kuhneman. So vindicated there. Um, so again, if if you are on another platform and you didn't get to see the full show, go to the flyoverapp.com. Make sure that you are able to watch the full show. Uh, but also, if you would like to see this in writing, how all of these categories are coming together, the last three weeks, there's been 11 categories, the last three weeks. So I don't know what it is this week. I can't wait to find out. I'll actually write it today. But th the last three weeks, 11 categories have come together of what God's saying from multiple prophetic voices. If you would like to see that, go to flyoverconservatives.com. Make sure you register for the newsletter. So stay in touch with us, um, and then you'll receive this newsletter on Monday, the prophetic report newsletter on Monday. That's last week's, and you can see 11 different categories that God highlighted from all of the different prophets. Absolutely amazing. All right, so where do we go from here? What's the next step? First thing is pray. God is calling us to pray, to partner with Him. We heard it from Ginger, how powerful our prayer is, and that we truly are partnering with God. When you look at God, there's nothing above Him. He created all things. So we are His sons and daughters. We are partnering with Him. Um, if you have your prayer language, pray in tongues. If you don't have it, ask Him for it. He will freely give it to you. When you are praying um, in your prayer language, what happens is you're praying directly to God. The devil doesn't know. Holy Spirit is interceding through you, and you're praying exactly what needs to happen. So pray in tongues if you have your prayer language. If you don't, ask him for it. Next one, worship. 
It's all about worshiping. When we are worshiping, we are blowing holes in the second heaven. So you have where we live, you have the second heaven was where the devil kind of has his uh, realm. And then the third heaven is the throne room. And so when we are worshiping God, we are just blowing holes in the plans of the enemy and everything that he's doing. And then finally, declaring and decreeing what we do. And we heard so much about that today. We're going to start with 12 decrees over our nation. This came from Patricia King, her book called Decree a Thing and It Shall Be Established. If you would like the 12 decrees over your nation, just text the phone number 40509. Text the word decrees to 40509. You can get these 12 decrees over your nation. If you did it earlier uh, for what I was talking about with um, the waterways and with uh, Dutch sheets, you will get the same one. So you don't have to text it again if you've already texted it to get the 12 decrees. All right. Are you ready? Let's do it. In Jesus' name, I decree that my nation is turning to God and is embracing the truth of his word. In Jesus' name, I decree that the active holy and powerful conviction of the Holy Spirit is visiting every individual in my nation, drawing souls into true encounter with Christ. In Jesus' name, I decree that all who serve the nation in government positions are visited by the righteousness, truth, and justice of God, and they live in the fullness of Christ's wisdom in all they do. I decree that any corruption in government will be exposed and dealt with in wisdom and righteousness in order for the nation to be cleansed. In Jesus' name, I decree that the education leaders, systems, and institutions in my nation are being filled with kingdom values, wisdom, conviction, and truth. In Jesus' name, I decree that the body of Christ in my nation is actively walking with and serving the Lord with fullness of focus, sincerity of faith, and in the demonstration of the power of the Spirit. In Jesus' name, I decree that those who live in my nation are kept in good health and are offered excellent health care services. I decree that all will live in the health and strength of the Lord. In Jesus' name, I decree that the media in my nation communicates godly morals and values and that the gospel is favored in media. In Jesus' name, I decree that every godly business and enterprise flourishes in my nation and every corrupt business and enterprise is exposed and falls. I decree prosperity and fruitfulness in my nation as a result of godliness in order for every individual to have all they need. In Jesus' name, I decree that the marriages and families in my nation are blessed with love, joy, and peace, and that every home is filled with the goodness of God. In Jesus' name, I decree that the body of Christ is mobilized into the harvest fields of my nation to bring forth much fruit. In Jesus' name, I decree that righteousness thrives in my nation in every realm of life, and that lawlessness and, cr and corruption have no place. Jesus is Lord over my nation. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for every person that is listening today. Thank you that we are alive right now, that you chose us to be alive right now, that it wasn't an accident. We weren't born a hundred years ago or a hundred years from now, but we're alive right now. Thank you, God, that we get to hear these messages from the prophets of things that you are speaking, and we get to partner with them and come into agreement with the things that they're saying. And we say yes and amen to your plans. 
I just declare over everyone that's listening a healthy body from the top of their head to the bottom of their toes. We call their body into alignment spiritually, physically, emotionally. Let them be whole. And God, if there's anybody that needs body parts, we just pull them down from heaven in Jesus' mighty name. And God, we just look to you in 2024, this this year of the open door. Show us how to use these keys that you're giving us and walking in authority and revelation. And God, we love you. We worship you. We look to you and we give you all the praise and all the glory. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Now let's talk about the waterways. So again, if you want that those decrees, just set, text the phone number 40509 or go to given15.com to get those decrees. If you're doing the text, uh, text the word decrees. And we're going to do this over um, the waterways. We decree that the protection of the Lord will be upon our dams, supply lines, and water supplies in America. Let's do that one more time. We decree that the protection of the Lord will be upon our dams, supply lines, and water supplies in America in Jesus' mighty name. Now let's do John 1, 1 through 14 from the New King James Version. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. This man came for a witness, to bear witness of the light, that all through him might believe. He was not that light, but he was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. We are speaking light, the light of Jesus Christ, into a very dark time. He is the solution. Jesus is the solution, and we carry him within us. So every time that we step in any room, there is no fight between the light and the darkness because we bring the light of Jesus. And so the darkness flees everywhere you go, everywhere you go. If you're going to waterways, if you're going to dams, if you're going anywhere, you are bringing Jesus with you and darkness has to flee. And as we're doing that, we're going to declare Psalms 91 over our over our homes, over our waterways, over the dams. We're declaring and decreeing that. This is a declaration that we received actually from Tim Sheets. Um, it's taking Psalm 91, putting it into a declaration. If you don't have that, you would like it. You can just text the same phone number. If you've already texted it, you've already received it. So at 40509, text the word decrease. And we'll do this together. When our household abides under the shadow of El Shaddai, we are hidden under the strength of the Most High God. He's the hope that holds my household and the stronghold for us. He's the only God for us and our great confidence. He will rescue this household from every hidden trap of the enemy. He will protect us from false accusation and any deadly curse. 
His massive arms are wrapped around us, protecting us, and we can run under His covering, the covering of His majesty, and we can hide there. His arms of faithfulness are a shield, keeping us from harm. We will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor fear a spirit of darkness coming against us. We will not fear one thing, not a terrorist attack, nothing. We are not scared because God is our Savior, whether by night or by day. Demonic danger will not trouble this house, nor will the powers of evil be launched against this house. Even in the time of disaster, with thousands and thousands falling around us, we will remain unscathed and unharmed. We will only be a spectator as the spirit of wickedness is judged. For those who are involved in wicked ways, they will be paid back for what they have done, but we will be protected. We will live our lives within the shadow of God Most High, our secret hiding place. We will always be shielded from harm, and we will always be protected from evil. Disease will not come into this household. God sends His angels with special orders to protect us wherever we go, defending us from all harm. If we walk into a trap, angels will be there to protect us, to help us and protect us and keep us from falling. We will even walk unharmed among the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath our feet. For here is what the Lord has spoken over us. Because you loved me, delighted in me, and have been loyal to my name, and because you asked me, I will greatly protect you. I will answer your cry for help every time you pray, and your household will feel my presence in your time of trouble. I will deliver you and bring you honor. I will satisfy you with a full life and all that I do for you, for you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. Hallelujah. Now it's time for our shofars. If you grab your shofar, we're going to blow them together. We see it um, when they went around the walls of Jericho. They blew their shofars. They yelled and the walls came tumbling down. I believe prophetically, as we are blowing our shofars together, that the angels are going out and they're shredding the platform of the enemy. And we are actually using those platforms as ramps to go in and take over the territory that the enemy has stolen from us. So on the count of three, we're going to blow our shofars together and we're going to yell. Are you ready? One, two, three. Make toast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I bless you. I bless you to realize you were born for such a time as this. I bless you to realize your future is brighter than your past. And I bless you to wake up, speak up, and show up. Thanks for joining me today. I'll see you back here next week. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Flyover Conservatives podcast with David and Stacy Whited. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and make it a great day. Yeah.